0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined, as I am every Thursday night, by my buddy here, Mr. Ramiz Muhammad, to break down this uh, killer, giant, gigantic, pre-Christmas uh, Friday 14-game uh, slate. Ramiz, 14 games. Wow, I don't think we've had a slate that big in, in quite a while, man. So, uh, But I'm excited to break it down, and I think we're going to have... Uh, some good value here. Uh, didn't have a chance to dig into too many of these you know, deep dive plays here, but I do have some just cursory thoughts on these games here for you guys. But uh, let me go ahead and break down uh, or run down the uh, injury list here for these 14 games, so bear with me here. Zion Williamson is out in the health and safety protocols. Just wanted to mention that one again because that is a big one. Devin Booker is going to be out for this one again with a groin injury still. Uh, bummer for my fantasy teams, but that is it is what it is. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is questionable with a wrist injury. We've got Porzingis, questionable with an illness also. He had to slip for the game tonight, so I'm wondering if he's going to play tomorrow. Denny Avija, same thing, Sat for the game tonight. He's questionable again with a back injury, I would assume. Uh, Desmond Bain, questionable with a toe injury. He's been upgraded here. You he might have his return coming, so uh, some of that uh, Memphis value you guys have been playing may not be uh, may, not, may not be great this time around. Keldon Johnson, questionable with a hamstring injury. Terry Rozier, questionable with a hip injury. Uh, Gobert, questionable again with that angle injury. I guess it flared up on him, so he might be off for this one also. Kyle Anderson, also questionable again here with his back injury. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. has been uh, upgraded. He's questionable with that foot injury. He's got plantar fasciitis, but we could be looking at the return here. He looks like he's feeling better. So Jamal Murray, questionable with a ca- uh, knee injury. Clint Capella has been upgraded here to questionable with a calf injury. So if you've been playing a Akongu, uh, I would not do that. Uh, but, you know, his price isn't that good either. So just don't play a Akongu. Uh, Middleton is doubtful with a knee injury. So uh, probably not going to play in this one, unfortunately, again, for my fancy teams. Clint Capella, questionable – oh, I already said that. Sorry, Evan Mobley, questionable with a knee injury. Uh, Marcus Smart, questionable with an illness. There's been illnesses going around the NBA. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., questionable with a quad injury. Uh, John Wall, questionable with an ankle injury. Ayanes Junior questionable with an Achilles injury, Quentin Grimes questionable with an ankle industry, ingri- uh, injury, <laughs> and finally I have Alex Caruso doubtful uh, in the concussion protocols is probably isn't going to play in this game. Anyone I missed? Ramiz that uh, is a big name that you might well, want to throw
1: in there. Uh, I mean, Damian Lillard is questionable, but I think mm-hmm. he's probable to play. Yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah, as long as they're probable, I I tend not to uh, include them. But, hey, you never know. They could be ruled out there. Uh, So do keep your eyes on that one, obviously. Uh, All right, man. Well, let's get to the games here. I really don't have, like, any specific games I'm targeting here. I've got one game, it looks like, where I've got three targets. Every other game has, like, two or one. So, you know what? Let's switch it up, man. Ramiz, are there any games on this slate that you're just, like, chomping at the bit to get into, man? Any any games that just really stick out to you as good value?
1: Mm, Interesting. Okay. Let me look at it. I kind of like uh, I like this Bulls versus Knicks matchup. All right. I don't know how you feel about that. That's
0: what I've got three
1: in. That's what I've got three in. So let's okay, go for guys. it. So I like this from the Knicks side as well. Mm-hmm. The Knicks side, uh, I was looking at Randall's stats and that he always just yeah. – I, I don't know if he has something against your Bulls personally, but he yeah. always goes insane. And, like, at 9,700, it may be expensive, but with the way the Knicks have been playing, I mean, they're now they're probably, like, 8-1 in one of the last nine games – but uh, they've still been playing stellar basketball. They're going to be at home. And with Randall's somewhat personal attack from the Bulls, I think he's going to be playing amazing, really good. Uh, RJ Barrett is another guy at 6'8", 100. I think he's coming back in the groove. He's, he is a, one of those players where like, he, hopefully he doesn't shoot himself out of the game. But he had he had a great game last game. He's had a couple of good games. Uh, he's been playing a lot of minutes thanks to Tom Thibodeau. And then uh, last one I had was Mitchell Robinson. I usually don't go for Mitchell Robinson, and, but, uh, you know, this team Chicago is like a really big oriented team with Vucevic and Drummond. So I think Mitchell Robinson, especially with how many, he's been averaging like three stocks, blocks and steals in like the past four games, mm-hmm. which is really good. So I just think at 5300 I think you can get that value from him.
0: Yeah, those are all decent. Uh, I do I want to throw in there also on the Knicks side. You mentioned Julius Randle. That's the other guy I've got for sure. Yeah, he's one of the guys. <laughs> I am willing to spin up on the slate. Uh, I don't know why he crushes the Bulls. Well, I mean, I can kind of explain it. You know, the Bulls uh, really don't have a starting power forward. We still have Patrick Williams there, and he's really not that big. I mean, he's he's a good defender, but he's just not a guy that's going to bang with somebody in the mid-range in the mid post. And uh, Julius Randle seems to get – and the Bulls just have really bad communication on defense when it comes to defensive rotation. So uh, Randle is able to get some extra assists that way as well. But uh, he's also been a fire shooting from the field. So I actually don't have him in my dummy lineup I built here to uh, to start with but uh, i do think he's a, a decent guy to spend up on for sure uh, i'm gonna try to try to not spend that much on one player 9700 is a little expensive on a 14 game sleep but uh you know if you do want to spend up with somebody or you find yourself with extra salary that is a good guy to go to for sure uh but i've also got emmanuel quickly here at 4900 quentin grimes is uh, questionable again with this one, um, you know, may not play in this one. So as long as Grimes is going to, is going to be out and as long as we know, that's going to be the case. Then 4,900 for Emmanuel quickly. I think, you know, uh, didn't actually, didn't necessarily like crush it. He he had a really good game against the Bulls in that first game. So the second game that they played against the Bulls in that back to back wasn't as good, but uh, he had a really good game in the last game the Knicks played. Uh, and really it all came in the second half uh, where he shot the ball really, really well from the three point line. And that's something the Bulls have trouble doing is, is jumping out to shooters at the three point line. So I am looking a bit, Quickly at 4,900 on the Bulls side, I do have interest in one guy here. Assuming there's no Caruso because he is doubtful with that concussion, uh, I'm looking pretty hard at Kobe White man 4,000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's been he's really important for the Bulls. I'll say that much. Coming off the bench because they have no scoring come off that bench aside from him. So uh, you know if he's able to put up, we'll say. 15 points or so off the bench and give me, you know, three, four or five assists, then I think that you're you're kind of cooking there with a $4,000 price tag. And I think that's definitely in line here against this Knicks team. Anyone else on the Bulls you like by any chance?
1: Uh, Honestly, I think everyone else is kind of priced. I mean, Kobe White was the only other guy I had on my list at $4,000 because you have so much upside on that type of, you know, salary. And uh, with Crusoe possibly Dragic out, I mean, they're going to rely heavily on him to score.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's move on though. Let me go ahead and pick one here. Um, I do like. Where do I want to go here? Let's just go to the top here. I do like San Antonio Spurs and Orlando Magic. You know, I like bad teams. <laughs> I've got I've got interest here. So if I'm gonna spend up on a couple of guys, uh, these are the two guys I'm actually looking to. Put most of my salary into here are actually in this game paulo Buncaro 8100 mm-hmm. uh, orlando magic against San antonio spurs no defense uh spurs have absolutely terrible interior defense uh you know i played jonas Jonas valanciunas tonight and it was obviously successful they, they end up you know doing he ended up coming out of the game and not playing as many as i would have hoped but still you know it's just that the spurs team cannot box anybody out. They give up rebounds left and right, and they have no interior defense. So Paulo Bencaro, I think, is going to have, you know, 30 real-life points in this game, and I think he has a good chance to have double-digit rebounds as well. So 8,100,
1: I'm willing to spend that for him. Who do you like in this game, then? Uh, I mean, I have, I have Paulo on my list as well, 8,100, because yeah. I was looking at the range of, like, the eight 8,000, and Paolo 8100 still kind of seems low because how oh, like yeah. the first scoring option he's going against like you said his first team that's not really defensive oriented like there's so many ways that the Paolo like, even if he has a bad game like he's still going to impact the game and other like uh aspects of it mm-hmm. so at 8100 I think that's like really good uh I also liked uh, the Spurs side I didn't really like I didn't like a lot of players but I did like Josh Richardson at mm-hmm. 4600 he has been getting a lot more minutes uh like uh, he's getting a lot more plays been scoring a ball I think he's been playing. Over 20 minutes these past four games. So at 48-600, you do have some upside there, but that's about that it. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think with if you have to look at Kelden Johnson, if Kelden Johnson's out, you can roster some of these Spurs guys. If Kelden Johnson's in, I'm probably fading them all. But mm-hmm. if Kelden Johnson is out, man, I think I am going to look at the top, actually. I'm going to look at Devin Vassell, 7,200. I faded him tonight to some pretty good success here because he had a horrible game. So anytime a guy has a horrible game and they have the ability to put up 40, 50 DK points, I always have some interest in that. He's only 7,200. Kelton's going to be out, so he's going to have the ball in his hand plenty. The one thing that to be worried about with this is that, you know, if they play a pretty decent team like they did tonight against the Pelicans, that, that defense just is going to make it a blowout mm-hmm. pretty much. So this game was a blowout against the Pelicans, but they're playing the Magic here, and the Magic are not <laughs> a very good team. So I think it's going to be a close game, if it's a close game, you think you're going to get, you know, 35, 40 minutes of, of Devin Vassell, and he's going to get a whole lot of shots, and you're just hoping those shots fall down for you. I think 7,200, I think is a good a good high-ceiling play. So I do like him for GPPs. Let's well, so be, be fair,
1: a, the yeah, Magic haven't played some good basketball, though.
0: They they've been beat been playing the Celtics
1: the, twice. They beat they've the Raptors the, twice.
0: Yeah, and that happens in the NBA season. You know, trends like turn head on, on themselves, and you just got to keep on top of that. But I'm still, I don't know, I'm still attacking <laughs> my magic team. I think they're not very good. Uh, but no, let's move on, though. Let's talk about Minnesota and Boston. Uh, let me ask you this, man. Are you? Uh, do you have any interest in any of the you know Boston superstars here against this weak Minnesota defense?
1: uh i i think they're perfectly priced at where they're at i mean like with the 14 game slate it gives you so many more options to go with obviously if this was like a seven eight game slate maybe i would but like i think there's better options at the the money you can spend on these guys because yeah. i also think uh with the wolves defense it's horrible i mean early mm-hmm. on like you think about that golden state game where they kept on like, giving threes after threes after threes and the Celtics are a three-point shooting team so i think this is gonna be a blowout quick when brown and Tatum might not get that opportunity to really score
0: Yeah, that's a good call. I don't have him on my list either, but I do have a couple of guys from the Celtics. I've got Malcolm Brogdon at 5,700 if Marcus Smart is out, and I've got Derek White at 4,100 if Smart is out. I have more interest in Derek White for that very reason. Uh, you know, I think it could be a blowout situation here. Uh, I know Boston's been struggling the last 10 games. I think they're 4-6 and six over the last 10, and uh, haven't been playing their best basketball. Their offense has been really, really struggling. So I'm looking for them to have a bounce back spot here against this Minnesota team, but I think what that comes with, you know, that comes with some risk, as you said, uh, for a blowout here. So I'm looking at some of these backups here, and I think Derek White Jr., or Derek White, sorry, there's no junior there Yeah, 4100 makes the most <laughs> sense to me, uh, just because of that price point, and because I think he's got uh, you know some good upside if he gets you know 25, 30 minutes. Um, all right, let's move on though. Let's talk a little bit of Indiana Miami. Uh, you know, Indiana, good team to. to that's another team that's been struggling recently. Man, Do you have any mm-hmm. interest in this game?
1: I have interest if Tyres Haliburton decides to not play. Because I think that's where Andrew Nembhard can can come really valuable in this type of scenario. Because these, I believe he's priced at, uh, if I'm not mistaken, forty three hundred. Yeah. I mean, no, no. Uh, yeah, forty two hundred. So if Tyrese Halliburton does not uh, decides not to play, I think Andrew Nembhard is a, a clear play in because he's going to get those starting minutes. He's going to get a lot of play. He's going to get the ball in his hands majority of the time. And I think that's a really great opportunity to take advantage of.
0: I think on a 14-game slate, that's actually a guy that's going to have pretty low ownership, too. So that's a great call by you. Um, because last time he was out, last time Halliburton was out, Nembhard had like 30 points and, <laughs> and 18 assists or something. It was ridiculous. He had a yeah. really, really good line. I was actually in the uh, visiting my brother for some uh, birthday stuff. But uh, I remember he had a huge, huge line, and I was like looking at my app, and I was like, what? Really? Uh, but, yeah, that was incredible. So, uh, yeah, I like that call a lot. I also like to buddy heel at 6,000 if uh, Halliburton's out. I think he's a guy that people are going to overlook as well. Um, because people always think Miami good defense. That's not the case this year. Miami hasn't been particularly sure. good on either side of the basketball, um, but defensively they haven't been good either. But I will say for Miami, I do have some interest in Jimmy Butler. Uh, anytime he's playing against a pretty weak, you know, te- defensive team, uh, I always just he's a, he's a guy capable of taking over a game. The Heat really need to kind of turn this thing around if they want to, you know, make a play for the playoffs. So I've got my eyes on him. I don't have him rostered yet, but if I get some, you know, kind of indication that some of these other Uh, you know, pieces in Miami are going to be out, then I think I will go ahead and and get him in a lineup or two. So uh, something to think about there. All right, man, let me – here's some of my favorite uh, targets on the slate, though. I'm going to talk about the Pelicans and the OKC Thunder. And I just watched these Pelicans, and maybe I'm having some recency (laughs) bias. But, man, CJ McCollum had an incredible game against the Spurs. It's the Spurs. Always a little bit of a great assault there. But he gets another, you know, kind of layup matchup here against OKC Thunder. So he's only 8,300. I feel like that's just – a little bit too low of pricing without Zion Winston on this team. How do you feel about it, man?
1: Eighteen hundred. That's what I was looking at too. Because like at, when no Zion, with no Ingram, I was looking at uh, CJ and Jonas, right? Because those two, you're expecting them to take a lot more shots. Yeah. Uh, you went with the CJ. I kind of went with the, a different route. I kind of looked at Trey Murphy the third and Herb Jones mm-hmm. at 4700 4, because those two spots are most likely going to be filled by those two. And Trey Murphy, whenever he's given the opportunity, will always shoot the ball, especially with those three point shots and and such, but I do really like that CJ pick.
0: Yeah, and I've also got Jonas here too. I think they're both really good picks with CJ and Jonas. So you mentioned him here. Um, again. You know, I had his over on rebounds prop tonight. It missed by one, unfortunately. So I got the hook, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, I don't. I don't hate CJV. Uh, he was. He was pulled out, He was like in and out of the game, and Hernan Gomez was coming in and out of the game. So it was kind of a weird one. But they were. It was pretty much a blowout. But then the Spurs made a little run at the end and kind of made it like competitive. So Jonas got back in there for the last four minutes. I had some hope, but it, it didn't happen for me. But that's okay. Uh, he still. Had Up with a double double in that game, and this is another you know team, the Thunder that I like to uh, attack down. So I still got some interest in Jonas Valanciunas for sure. Um, All right, man, let me uh, let me talk about Houston and Dallas. I think this will be a fun game. On paper, this is a fun game for me. Uh, Let me say. If you have the money to spend up and you want to get one of those top guys, a like Jokic or Kevin Durant or whatever, I think Luka Doncic at 12.5 is the one guy I would spend up on on this slate. Uh, the other guys don't necessarily have great matchups, but man, Houston is a matchup made in heaven for them. <laughs> so uh, do you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, we speak about this probably every time we talk about the Mavis. I mean, Luka is the system. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, even the they have Christian Wood, the head, didn't we? But man, Luca does literally everything for these guys. And especially against Houston, who has no defensive threat at all whatsoever. I think Luca is definitely uh, playing tonight's plays.
0: Yeah, uh, and again, this is if you have that salary to spend up. I don't think it's particularly wise uh, to spend up on a guy on a 14-game slate. You might, you want to just roster, you know, all these eight dollars to $10,000 guys and just have three or four of those guys and then some value picks in, in between. But, hey, if some value opens up later, it means we have like, a bunch of, you know, $3,000, 3500 you know, guys that we can get in our lineups. And, hey, we're going to have that salary for Luca, and that could be the recipe for success there too. Um, but I will mention one other guy, Dallas, you know, You did say that Luca was the the engine there, and I, I totally agree. There's no doubting that. But I do have some interest in Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5,500 in this matchup. For some reason, this matchup is just screaming it to me because, uh, again, you, like you said, no defense. Houston's just going to be up and down. Their pace is just breakneck at all times. So a uh, guy like Tim Hardaway Jr. is, is bombs away, man. He's going to shoot the ball whenever he's touching. He's open. It as soon as he steps out of the car, <laughs> as soon as he gets to the parking lot, steps out of the car, he's open, man. So uh, I watched. Him, I watched him play my Bulls. I said this before like 100 times. It's fine. But yeah, he just missed all those shots. But he's going to shoot them for sure. So 5,500. I think this is a. Big ceiling, uh, low uh, low floor play. So you could very well bomb on this on this pick, but uh, high risk, high reward type play. Um, let me ha, let me let you pick another uh, game and another target here, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me let me go towards my my team and my biased. The Raptors and the Cleveland matchup. Mm-hmm. The reason I like this matchup because I uh, I don't know if like I thought I thought maybe this is a bad pick and maybe my bias is just telling coming in. Mm-hmm. But uh, McAfee at three thousand, I thought it was insanely weird because he's been starting to get minutes i mean in his past four games he's averaged 27 minutes and he's been getting you 18 fantasy points per game now obviously that's not a lot but like you said right if you want to get these high end players like the Luca and stuff we're going to have leftover salary mm-hmm. and three thousand for malachi Flynn, who's going to play minutes i mean uh these he's played 26 minutes against the Knicks, 19 gets philly 37 gets goals day i mean the list keeps on going on right so i think he's starting to kind of get more pt more opportunity and at three thousand, i mean you can't lose with the guy who's getting minutes right yeah
0: yeah you're always looking for those spots man and uh, sometimes you know it's a puck play and you're just putting a guy out there like you said that gets minutes maybe he doesn't have necessarily a high ceiling but he's gonna get you a pretty decent floor so that's that kind of play right there so i don't i don't mind it i actually don't think i have any plays for toronto and cleveland but i will mention because this is another game where i have a three thousand dollar guy uh who i think you can throw into your lineups Taj Gibson at 3,000. And I can't believe I'm saying this in the year (laughs) 2022, almost 2023. Yeah, almost 2023. (laughs) And we're still talking about Taj stinking Gibson, but he's still getting minutes. Uh, the thing is, if uh, Porzingis is out, uh, I think he will get those minutes again. He's been getting minutes in the like mid 20s, which, you know, those are decent minutes. <laughs> and he's getting 3,000. And, uh, you know, you're talking about big men. That's really the guys that give you kind of like that consistent, like, you know, stat set because they don't really rely on shooting so much or points so much. They more so rely on the rebounds and, and blocks and things like that. So um, so I think, you know, I think Taj at 3,000, he's a decent punt play, just like we were talking about with Malachi Flynn. Taj Gibson is not going to get you. Thirty DK points. It's just not going (laughs) to happen. But he could very well. I think he's pretty much a lock if he's long as he's getting that twenty-five minutes or so to get you, you know, fifteen to eighteen DK points. So same same kind of thing with with uh, Malachi Flynn. Uh, And I I do like some Kyle Kuzma also in this one against Sacramento because you guys know I love attacking those Kings. Good basketball team, but they don't play a lick of defense, man. So uh, you know they just kill you with offense, and that's fine. But I got some Kuzma here at eighty-six hundred again. I'm assuming that Porzingis is out in this one, and I'm also, uh, you know, hoping that Danny Avige doesn't play either uh, if I'm going to play these guys. So any interest in this Washington-Sacramento game?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I had Kyle Kuzma and Beal, one of the two, because, you know, with the shots that are opening up without Porzingis, I think Kyle Kuzma never shies away from those shots, and I think he's going to continue taking those. And at, But at 8,600, you know, maybe that's the route you take. I also like Beal at 8,000 because, you know, kind of 600 less – and you can use that 600 maybe somewhere else to get a much more valuable player.
0: I like it, man. I like it. Uh, all right, man. I got one more play here in DFS, which I'm going to throw out there. It's in the Lakers and Charlotte game. And it's not going to be the guy you think it's going to be. Cause I'm actually not, I think LeBron James is a fine play. Uh, go play the king i played him the other night and, and i made it to the money and it's fine i think it's a fine play uh they're playing the hornets again obviously so uh you know decent decent play but i think his price his salary has just again it's a big slate if i want to spend up i'm gonna spend up on luca i just don't want to get anybody in that like 10 to 12,000 in that medium range i'd rather spend up on luca or i'd rather get the eight to ten thousand dollar guys so he just kind of falls in that no man's land for me but austin reeves at 4300 as a as a kind of a salary saver you know yeah deep end type play he's been getting about 22 25 dk points at that you know salary pretty reliably and uh man Billy kobe man he's uh he's going <laughs> out and again you know it's a plus matchup for them against this Hornets team because again another team that doesn't play a league of defense so um so i do like me some australia He's a 4300 do you like anybody in this game man uh i i
1: i, I do like uh thomas bryant you know, because Andy Davis has gone out, someone has had to fill the position. Obviously, he's not doing exactly what Andy Davis is doing, but with the help of LeBron, Westbrook, and the other eight guards that they have on this team, he's been able to get those easy lobs, those easy rebounds. It's just, you know, just get some easy points and rebounds. And at 6100, I mean, he he also is only the only option, I believe, right? The only other option you have is Damian Jones, which is yeah, you're just better off playing Thomas Bryant 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yep,
0: yeah, he's not, not
1: great over there in uh, Lakerland right now. Any
0: other guys that we haven't talked about, Ramiz, that you have on your list that you're uh, really excited about?
1: Uh, actually, I, I forgot to mention this guy when you were talking about it, but Cleveland, I like Darius Garland. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason I like this one is because I was looking at his splits, and what popped out to me is that this is a Cleveland home game. And to tell you what, basically, what I saw, at the 15 home games that uh, Darius Garland has played, he's had 43 DK fantasy points. And uh, compared to away games, he has 33. So that's like 10 fantasy points gap and i think that's pretty huge and i i guess he really likes that home cooking so like uh Darius going at home against toronto i think he's gonna have a great game and he's only priced at 7800 which is a honestly uh, i kind of like that range for him because uh he's not gonna be getting i don't think he'll have a lot of ownership with how many games there are and how many players you have how many uh, possibilities there are but Darius right. going at 7800 800 does kind of appeal to me with the splits that i've seen
0: I think it was the last uh, big slate it was. I think it was a 10-game slate, and I think the highest was LeBron. I think he was like 30% in, in my, two, my, my two GPP. So, you know, in a 14-game slate, you're probably not going to see – I don't think there's anybody on the slate you're going to see above like 15%, maybe, maybe <laughs> 20%. <laughs> but um, I really don't think anyone pops out as like a must-roster must guy. So I think everyone's pretty much safe and in play. If you want to play that guy, go play him. I think you just have to be smart about where you're spending your money because if you want to have those high – Scores and a GPP, you can't you know necessarily go with the safe plays like like the big uh, the big salary guys. So that's just something to think about, just some food for thought. But uh, that's it, guys. If you want to, uh, that's it for DFS plays. If you want to get more DFS plays, uh, definitely get the DFS pass. It's at sportsitos.com. You should go there, sign up. It is cheap. Uh, you can go get the wager pass also. I just hit a plus three seventy uh, play earlier tonight with a Walker Kessler double double. Go my, my boy Walker Kessler <laughs> hitting the double double for me at plus three seventy. I like hit three point seven units in my in my pocket. Uh, I did miss that US value one, so I guess just 2.7 units. But anyways, <laughs> uh, no big deal. Uh, we're gonna hit some more, but yeah, go get it, man. Sport, so it's sportsethos.com.
1: ethos. Uh, but yeah, let's
0: talk about Thrive, man. Thrive Fantasy. Go uh, use promo code ETHOS at Thrive Fantasy. Get a deposit match up to 250 bucks. Uh, man, do you have any Thrive Fantasy plays for tonight, Ramiz?
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. I got uh, starting with uh, like we spoke on Julius Randle. Oh, on more than 36.5 total points, rebounds, assists. Uh, I think at home, Julius Randle is going to be able to just play in his comfort zone, get some points, rebounds and assists and impact the game in multiple ways.
0: Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good one for me, too. I've got that one on my list also. It's also plus odds at 105 points, so go lock that in. Uh, I got Trey Young over 7.5 assists. I think this is a gimme, an easy one, uh, 80 points for that one. But, you know, I think with uh, DeJounte Murray back, it opens up a lot of things for Trey Young in terms of distributing the ball, not necessarily having to score himself. And uh, so I think it's going to be a, a pretty good uh, chance he hits that. And uh, do you have another play you said? Uh,
1: yeah, I have Luca over 8.5 total assists. I mean, we spoke about, you spoke about Tim Hardaway Jr. scoring the ball. You probably have Christian Wood who scored the ball, but the only person who could really pass is Luka Doncic.
0: Yeah, I've got that as well. It's 100 points for that one. Uh, I've also got Jonas Valanciunas over twenty point five points and rebounds. 95 points for that one. But yeah, I think, uh, again, this is a nice matchup for him. Uh minutes, minutes got to be there, but I think they will be. Uh, they kind of took him out of the game, put him back in the game site. It was really weird. He was playing like four-minute blocks. I don't know if there's an injury there or something. So definitely monitor the news. If there is, then I would be off of it. But uh, I think that they were just trying to keep him fresh because they knew they had a back-to-back. So over 22.5 points and rebounds and 95 points.
1: I like that one. Did you have another one, Ramiz? Uh No, I, I finished at uh, the Luko one.
0: Sorry, I've got two more here for you guys. I've got Kuzma over 24.5 points. Uh, It's 110 points. I think getting plus odds on that one. Uh, Again, this is only if Porzingis is is out. Uh, But I think, you know, there's going to be some extra shots to go around. It's a good good matchup form as well. And the last one I got, Sir King James, LeBron James, over 45.5 PRA at 100 points. I think that's a decent number. I think I actually played his PRA, I want to say, the last one, and it was like 47.5. That might have been Luca actually. But either way, I think this is a decent number for him. I think he's got a decent chance of going over. And, uh, you know, I do like this matchup against the Charlotte Hornets, especially since they lost last one. So, uh, yeah. I like it's going to be line. a
1: high-scoring game for sure. So,
0: Yeah. So plenty of scoring to go around, guys. Go get that um, Go get that Thrive uh, Fantasy. Go get that DFS pass. Uh, find me on Twitter at BSBPKeith. And Ramiz, where can good, the good people find you, man?
1: They can also find me on Twitter at 2nice. It'll be spelled T-O-0 underscore nice underscore
0: go find Ramiz, go give him a follow, man. He's been doing amazing work. So he deserves that follow for sure. And thank you guys for helping me get to 900 followers. By the way, that's the most I've ever had. I am so happy. Come along (laughs) this journey of DFS and fantasy basketball with me. But, um, until next time, guys go get that money. And Hey, there's no show tomorrow because there are no games, uh, on Christmas Eve, but there will be games on Christmas. I will be joining you guys Christmas Eve night. So look out for that one. Uh, it'll just be me solo. I'll probably be there on Christmas as well, doing it solo as well, but that's okay. Uh, Not a big deal. This is what I do. So I I love you guys. I'll see you then. Until then, yeah. See ya.